When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast was recorded just prior to New Year's Day 2023. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, we made it through Christmas. Now just one more major holiday to go before life can return to normal again. Thank goodness, said the New Year's. What would we call a New Year's Scrooge? A nudge? <laughs> a nudge. Yeah. That's me. I'm a nudge. Me too. A nudge. I stay up till like 9.30 on New Year's yeah. Eve. Thank yeah. That. No, so actually, I think we may actually be going to a party. Really? I, I'm not sure. With people? With people and no. everything. I know. And it's not my idea. <laughs> I Trust me. Not. It's the social butterfly downstairs. Yeah. It's Guess her who? idea. Yeah, yeah I'm no. Sure. Yeah. I'm the guy who sort of stands in the corner and goes, hi, hi, how you doing? I'm yeah, really good. I'm, Can you refill I'm, this for me? Yeah, I'm really good with the crowd. I'm great. You know, give me 500, 1,000 people. I'll talk to them. One, not comfortable. Yeah. Not comfortable, unless it's on the radio or a podcast like this. This is a podcast. And I've talked to Tom for so dang long that, you know, psh, psh. how many times can I make fun of his aircraft museum? I, I think I'm done. I can't do it anymore. So, uh, I still well, like the fact that you promoted it and there was somebody who was going to come visit they were Seattle. They're actually going to come visit it. Like, uh, no. We're going to make that. a special trip no, to Seattle to go to the model aircraft museum. <laughs> yeah. These are just models, by the way. These are just not models. real planes. They're say. scale models, yeah, though. Well, they are. That's true. They're all to the same scale. That's uh-huh. true. So there's some continuity there. Okay. Hi, everybody. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock over there in the <laughs> model military aircraft museum. Hello. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're here to talk money with you. We hope you had a great uh, Christmas and we wish you a happy new year, right? Just in case we forget later. And we want to talk a little bit about the new year because we do something crazy. It's like January 1st is some magical day where your whole life changes. And really the only thing that changes on January 1st is that your deductible and copay reset on your health insurance. <laughs> That's really about it. I'm, I've been enjoying 2022 so much financially because, you know, I, you know, I had the surgery yeah, and so I've, I've not had to pay for any prescriptions, any, uh, physical therapy or anything. I've, I've maxed out what I have to pay out of pocket. Now on January 1st, the only thing that's going to happen for me is that I have to start paying now. Yeah, it is kind of a weird dividing line, but there's another thing I hope happens after January 1st, and that is we can make some money in stocks and bonds moving forward, but we'll see. It'll be Well, it hasn't been that awful. No, it hasn't. It really hasn't. So, uh, but every year, here's what we do. We all, for some reason, think we're going to change the way we behave 
on January 1st or January 2nd, that we are now going to take a new path in life. We're going to do something. We're going to lose weight. We're going to um, in, we're going to start investing. We're going to pay off the credit cards. We're going to be nicer to people. My wife said, I'm going to listen more patiently when you talk in the new year. I said, can't you start now? <laughs> That's next year. I got next still year. got number no, days. No, I, I, I like still that. got time. I'm, I'm not gonna listening try that. to you. I'm going to mention uh-huh. that tonight. Try that at home. That's a good one. That's really good. New year. New year. Yeah, no. no but, I'll do but, that. But what's the, I mean, everybody wants to change and changing the way you manage money. Well, that's big. So It is. You know, and, and one of my favorite books, by the way, of 2022 is a book called Atomic Habits, which recommended small, not, not like atomic bomb habits. I was going to say oh, atomic as going. in tiny, tiny. Exactly. Oh, okay. Book, I thought explosive habits. No, we exactly. Were going the, for. Bush, okay. the book, the book, the thing I loved about it is it points out that if you make tiny changes mm-hmm. over time, those add up, they really do. And, and, and oftentimes you're willing to make those little changes, but this, this story idea came from a survey I read about the 10 top New Year's financial resolutions. Now, I asked Don before we started this podcast what he thought the top one would be, and he He always spoils it. the podcast by asking me the questions oh, before sorry. we start recording. And I go, nailed it. You should ask me while we're doing it. What, I should Ask me the question again. Okay. Uh, what do you believe the number one financial New Year's resolution is? Don McDonald. Save more money. Ah, look at you. Number two was improve your credit score. Number three was have a personal budget, which I would love to have here. Uh, number four was pay off a credit card, et cetera. You see where we're headed. But yes. that always gets me to thinking, okay, because this we always seem to want to advance to step 87. Let's go back to step number one, and that is how to save mm-hmm. and how to invest those savings, okay? Okay, wait. Right. I know how to save. No, I don't know if you Spend do. Spend less money. Oh, look at you. That's so smart. And that was my number one thing. <laughs> you got to have a realistic, I don't call them budgets, because if you say budget, everybody sh- shuts you down. Spending plan. Say, here's you know kind of what we did in 2022. We want to change this. And one of the things we talked about in a recent podcast was, and I've done already some of this, clipping some of those subscriptions, clipping some of the other things that are kind of expensive, have a realistic spending plan. Number two, um, you got to, you have to automate this. It's so hard to write checks to your savings. It's just a very difficult thing. Wait, 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 hold on. Can I step back? Please. You still write checks? <laughs> I just mean that in a, in a well, no, nobody I actually writes trans- checks. No, I, well, I know it, it, you're right. I meant that in a, you know, kind of like old school kind of, I shift money from place to place, but I still truly believe that the way most savings gets done is automated. I'll give you an example. I just redid my 401k contributions for 2023 because you can save a little bit more governments up the and we'll go through the numbers here in a minute they've upped the amounts so i went in and changed it so now next year those automated savings will be a little bit better right that's another Mm -hmm. way to kind of save and here's another one this mentioned in the uh, top 10 new year's resolutions and this is big i think most people have a tendency to overlook this even on a minor scale and that is eliminating interest payments in other words High high interest rate credit cards are killers. 
Um, even HELOCs in today's market in a home equity line of credit, they can be expensive. I was looking at a HELOC for somebody the other day, uh, and I was looking for the best rates. And on a fixed rate HELOC, the rates are like 10%. Is it that much? Yeah, no, I mean, oh. that's, and I think even for a 30 year now, you're looking at over 6%. Remember, you and I got in it when the getting was good. So those are the ways to save. Then, then the question, Don, always is kind of where? Right. Because this is another thing people say, well, okay, what what do I do with it once I've saved it? Number one, and we talk about this regularly, you should have a short term slash emergency fund. And you should do that, frankly, in a high yield savings account. Right. Yeah. Oh, I agree. What what are they paying these? Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to log in here and find they're pretty reasonable, uh, pretty decent, actually, over oh, three, you mean, maybe? You mean compared with the zero of last year? Yeah, it wasn't long ago when you're basically getting absolutely <laughs> nothing. Ooh, our favorite, Basque Bank. Good old, which, without which the, is not Somewhere not in the mountains of northern Spain. <laughs> I was going to say the Basque Bank, yeah? 4.03. Wow, 4.0. Wow. So there you go. There's your emergency settings. Number two is if you have something you're saving for. This is another one I get a lot. Oh, I'm saving for a house, saving for a car, et cetera. Should I buy a mutual fund that holds stocks, for example? And the answer to that is no, because this is still short-term money. You don't want to put that in a stock or stocks and have it go down. You still, I think, for a particular item like that, still I would use a high-yield savings account. I want to interject something yeah. just because it's so funny. I'm looking at the high yield savings accounts at Bankrate. Now, Bankrate makes money by selling ads to people. So down at the bottom of the page, it says offers from banks you may use. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ready? Uh, money market account. This is right from the site right now from, from, from Bankrate. Money market account at Wells Fargo. What would that be paying? Wow. Uh, and good to see Wells Fargo back in the news again here at the end of the year, again, for big fine. Um, I'll say one and a half or something. Try 0.25. Oh, there you good go. Lord. Okay. And then how, wait, you, wait, you wait. How about, the page how about, wait, I'm going back Lord. down. How, the next one down is Chase on their savings account. All right. Then I'll say half a percent. They're like twice Point as generous. Zero one. Oh, good Lord. And Bank of America on this? their savings account. Good Lord. Yes. 0. 0.01. Yeah. So you get the idea, by the way, that sometimes being a little more work and being uh -huh. a little more efficient can pay a 4%. That's quite a bit on, well, on short term it, money. It's, it's about 400 times more. No, isn't that 4,000 times more? I believe no, it it's, is. Yeah, it's 4,000 times more. 0.1. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's so. But do you agree, like, if you're saving for a particular thing that might be two or three years down the road? I still, still think short. The, yeah. Okay. I, I, think that, I think either that or you get a CD that is timed okay. out to that period because let's the, the problem with the, the high-yield savings accounts is that if interest rates do go down at some point in the future. Which they may. Then your, your high-yield savings will immediately drop. Whereas your CD, that rate's locked until you need the money. So if it's a definite, like in two years, I'm going to buy a car, then I would put that in a, in a CD for that period. For yeah, sure. I think that makes sense. Then you move on to the more permanent savings, long-term retirement, those kind of things. 
What can you do in the year 2023? Well, the good news is the U.S. government recognizing that uh, inflation is here, may be here for a long time, has increased the amounts, the maximum contributions you can make. In an IRA or a Roth IRA, you can now put $6,500 for uh, this year. And if you're over 50, if you're really ancient, you can add $1,000. You could put $7,500 away. But it's even more impressive when it comes to your your ERISA plan at work. In a 401k, Don, mm-hmm. in 2023, you can put I gotta away- I got to change my number. 22500 oh. And yeah. for those ancient among us who are over the age of 50, you can add $7,500. So guess what? You could save $30,000 in your retirement account. Now we're talking real money. You really are. Um, and That's then, the name of the show. I love that. And then the question always becomes, okay, where do I put the money? What do I invest in? Because that's money? People, well, the, oh, either the 401k. The, no, yeah, the the, well, IRA, 401k the, I can't tell you because we'd have to look at the 401ks, which we're happy hmm. to do. We've done a lot of those here at the end of the year. But let's just say, for example, to Roth IRA. And it's zero to twenty five thousand dollars. Okay, I in today's world I would use the AVGE. Yeah, again, uh, I hate to generalize though with age, because I found so many cases where older people have a greater understanding of risk and volatility, and younger people have this tendency. Many of them have this tendency to panic because they don't get what the market does. So you really have to. I want to add an interim step before you invest. Go to talkingrealmoney.com and take the risk quiz. Take that risk quiz. And so, in with that in mind, would you add in? And by the way, the AVGE is the Avantis uh, World Equity All Equity Fund. Would you add in a, a bond fund there, or yep? Would you have a target date fund or a balance fund of some I, kind? Well, I would to AVGE. I would add a bond fund. Okay, so then you just have how much in stocks, how much mm-hmm. in bonds. You Depending take the risk quiz that gives you the number. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. And here's the other question that always seems to come up: At what point do I move from something as simple as one fund to a more sophisticated portfolio of several exchange traded funds. I'm going to go money? with, I'm going to go with, it depends. <laughs> I knew I'm, you were going to say that. I'm going to go with, it depends. It depends. It depends on how, how much you want to do yourself. Uh, it depends on, you know, you can make more money. You have the potential to make more money a little bit, but it becomes fra- it's fractional amounts, which matter less at small numbers than with big numbers. So I don't know what the big number is, but it, it's, it's, it's definitely, you got to be six figures. That's and, where I was headed. I thought a hundred thousand or over. Yeah. You start to, you start to start want to, to build portfolios. That doesn't mean by the way, cause I hear this a lot from you. Oh, well I added in because you guys talked about AVUV. I added that in, or you mentioned VBR added that in. No, if you already have small cap value, you don't need to add that particular fund in. Right. You the need asset to be classes that we're talking about adding are you want to, you want to get real granular. You want to just, now you start talking about just small and just value 
and emerging markets and adding REITs and uh, just it, it, you get more granular to get all these bits and pieces. And what you do when you have those bits and pieces is you accomplish potentially two things. And there are no guarantees you're going to accomplish any of these things, but you potentially accomplish two things. You, because these assets don't always move in lockstep, you reduce the, the feel of risk, the risk feel, the volatility uh, somewhat. And there is, or has been in the past, a tendency for some of these asset classes to outperform the market. And I'll add a third. I mean, you add the opportunity to rebalance you can move money from an asset class right. that does very which, well, a sell-off after it's gone up, and then yeah, buy something a, that's down. It gives you a disciplined way Correct. to buy low and sell high. Yeah, exactly. So I love that. So again, if you're trying to make a, add something to your New Year's resolution, and by the way, mine included saving more in 2023. I already have a goal of how much I want to save. I think this is a great place to start. Easy way to do it. So my 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 resolutions for twenty twenty three are you don't um, have any. No, they are. They oh, okay. are. Don't get don't get, go to the hospital again. Okay, that's good. And nobody dies. Yeah, nobody yeah. dies. Yeah. I don't want anybody dying this okay. year. Fair okay, enough. I'm tired of family. Yeah, friends good. dying. I think that's a great resolution. Really that's it. Is, so that's all, all I right. want. We we'll get that's time all I want for, for quick... Christmas. Oh wait, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Uh, you should have mentioned that earlier. Do you want uh, time for a quick question here? Do I have to? Uh, no, you don't. You do anything you like. No, I'll take a question. Okay, right. this comes from Stanley in Midlothian, Virginia. Oh, Midlothian. Don't yeah, think a, I know that. Uh, that it's city, a lovely town? community. It's okay. up north, I think. Somewhere. Okay. Uh, it says thanks for your podcast and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wondering why you prefer VT. That's Victor Thomas. That's the Vanguard Total Global Stock ETF versus a U.S. dividend-focused ETF like SCHD. My TD amount source shows year-to-date for VT as negative 14 and the 10-year performance as 9 versus SCHD year-to-date breaking even in the 10-year 14. Granted, past performance is not indicative of future results, and mm-hmm. granted, VT has many more holdings than SCHD, so there's more diversification. I do hold both ETFs and would not want to hold only SCHD. Does holding these two funds constitute hodgepodge-itis? No, that's not hodgepodge-itis, but it is buying what's hot after it's been hot, not not prior to it being hot. Um it, the a dividend fund is going to be focused on just a few stocks that's one of the biggest problems and it when it when it's good it's not as good when it's bad it tends to not be as bad because it's 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 a lot like owning a balanced portfolio because you've got that dividend to help buoy the performance um but we think that you really need to separate the income part out. You're going to get dividends with a very well-diversified portfolio. And um, we don't really want you looking at performance, particularly 10 years or less. And one year is certainly not a good number. But think about this for a minute. Which portfolio is inherently riskier, inherently? Risk as in losing money potentially permanently a portfolio 
with say, well, what's VT now? Nine, 9,000 stocks. Nine, I want to get nine, the exact around, number. I want yeah, the exact number. Somewhere in that area. So I'm making a really good point here. VT right now is 9,443 stocks. We can that, say 9,500. Let's then. say 9,500 yeah. versus in the uh, the Schwab. S-C-H-D-U-S dip, dividend equity ETF. Yeah, that has 99 stocks in it. Yeah, so you... Again, just on the face of it. Number two, when you own both of these, you own a lot of the same things because there's a lot of overlap. The SCHD is large cap. Now, it does have a value tilt to it, right? Because dividend payers can be value stocks. Mm-hmm. But you, I can be. guarantee you, you own those 99 stocks in the VT. <laughs> so you're yeah. owning the same stocks again, you know? So while you're right, you get some diversification because the strategy is different. To me, it's overlap. To me, it's chasing what has been hot, and it has been hot lately. And uh, so, uh, can you own them both? Absolutely. Is it hodgepodgeitis? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Might mm-hmm. be. Hodgepodgeitis to me is when you've got you like, many accounts. Yeah, with, you yeah, got that's true. you got all Fair these enough. various things. I mean, I don't have anything against the Schwab U.S. Dividend Equity Fund. Not at all. It's not something we're going to regularly suggest to people, but because it's an index fund, it's okay. I mean, it's got it's a low nice expense. yield, yeah. Huh? The low expense, very low yeah, expenses, very, Cheap. very. So, yeah, yeah. I, it's just the difference when people are looking at one or the other. We we would definitely say look at VT versus yep. this, but to have it in a portfolio, I don't see it as real hodgepodgeitis. No. All right, there all you right. go. You're all ready for 2023, my friend. Um, isn't it going to pretty much be just like 2022, except (laughs) I'm going to be older. You're going to be not in the hospital. No one, you know, is going to die and the markets are going to make us all a lot of money. So it's going to be a lot different. Thank you, Mr. Wizard. How about that? Huh? Yeah. The things, you know, did you have a working crystal ball there? It says, let me look. The future is uncertain. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much the way it's always been, it. always will be. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank you all for being a part of our get-together here. We really appreciate you. If you would like to get a little bit of help in the new year or in the old year, I think somebody will still be around. Absolutely. Uh, you want a little more help than we can provide when you call us at 855-935-TALK. Which, by the way, uh, if you're listening to the show, remember every Saturday, you can call us live on our radio show that we do in the Seattle area. Uh, you can call us wherever you are, 855-935-TALK, between 3 and 5 Eastern, noon and 2 Pacific time. I'm amazed the number of people I talk to that are in other places that are listening. Just talked to a gentleman who was in uh, Portland last week and said, I would just listen to you guys online on the show. I think it's great. Live. Okay. Okay, since we're doing the podcast right now and we're not going to take off any of our radio station or our radio station, yeah, um, that's just another sign that terrestrial radio mm. is not long for this world. Wow. When you can listen, you can listen in your car to uh, any radio station pretty much in the world without yeah. tuning your radio dial. And it, I sent you the article about Tesla et al. that are not putting AM radios in cars yeah. anymore. Sad day, sad day. So uh, the whole world is a changing, and it's whether you like it or not, it's a changing. So uh, yeah, listen to us on Saturdays too, because you can just go to the TuneIn app or, I, or other radio apps and listen. 
And, um, oh, but I was going to say, if you yes, want more help, help than you help, can get, help. Yes. then Pastor Tom ah, sure, at his, not? anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just call Tom at 800-386-3004. I actually answer the phone. You don't, not in people, the middle of the night. Not in the middle of the night, but people are still astounded in the middle of the day when I actually take the call. And I do. Happy he to does. talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless he's in a meeting or something. Okay. But generally, I take Uh, it. Or set up an appointment with one of our advisors. You won't get a sales pitch guaranteed. No obligations free. You get some time for nothing. Uh, Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on the Meet an Advisor button. In the interim, when you're out and about talking to people about money, tell them that we're talking real money here on this podcast, and it's available on every podcast service everywhere in the world. I think everyone. Are we missing any? No. I if think we're missing there. any, let me know. I'll get us on it. The FTX so, network? I'm not sure if we're there. But. The FTX network. That was for coins. So, oh, okay. oh, and uh and 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 by the way, if you're uh if you're out do, doing any post Christmas shopping, make sure to take those bitcoins with you. Put those right in your wallet. So Is there a little you place know, you deposit you those can spend when you get there? Those when you're out. Uh, I'm kidding. Okay, I'm Don. That's Tom. Thanks for being there. Happy We're going to hang out here regularly talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.